Welcome to the Perfectly Sane Show, episode 665. I am Chris, as always, joined by Tony. I'd like to debut our new motto. Oh. It's Perfectly Sane Show episodes. Gotta catch them all. I hope this doesn't cause us any <laughs> trademark or issues or anything like that. Uh, was it was it AI generated? <laughs> it may it may have been. <laughs> Earl is here as well. I am just over this week, so I don't. I mean, you've got nothing. I'm disappointed, Earl. I'm I, I I I was gonna make a Vincent man joke, but I didn't think there's anything to laugh about in that situation. So you know, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think uh, <laughs> being accused of sexual assault and trafficking again. <laughs> It's, it's oh, a and, jokey and, subject. And, and she bought receipts because those the guy is like 74. He texts like some horny teenager. It is so gross. It is awful. Emma, that he, stuff's not supposed to work anymore. He's not supposed to have these urges. He, yeah, I don't. And I mean, between that and, and then, I mean, I mean, this is nothing to laugh about. I think somebody noted somehow today that we are close to over. 5,000 people who've been laid off in the game industry since the start of the year. Yep, I have a... And it's been a really great week for that as well, because I think almost half of that 5,000 came this week. Um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get into that. That's, that's uh, the first news story I kind of jotted down. Before that, Jeff is here. Hello! Jeff, how's Hi. your week going? Uh, well, it's over, so awesome. Okay. Good. <laughs> you were off this week. No, you weren't off this week. I was off last week, but um, did you, did you get I got any Friday, of the Saturday, ice? Sunday off. Yeah, we got yeah. Did you have uh, to go out in that? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, was... uh, so the the first day that we had ice, I called in sick. <laughs> I just got <laughs> I just got back from vacation, and I, I worked one day, and then I called in sick. Did they not? You didn't hold that against you because I know a lot of jobs like you can't take off time right around vacation. Uh, they can't do anything to you. <laughs> but um, uh, so that day is like the only time ever. I don't know if you, I was talking about this in the group chat. Uh, for some, for some reason the the truck didn't get to our office with the mail, so like everyone that did show up just basically delivered packages that had arrived the the you know afternoon before. And, and then so, went home. So they all worked for like two hours. No, they they everyone stretched out to eight. <laughs> so they got like paid to like kind of fuck around all day. But um, I, I have worked in ice many many times, and the day after was pretty icy too. And uh, it sucks. It's dangerous. Uh, it's easy to fall when it gets really icy like that. Yeah. Well, we're glad that uh, that you're okay and your week's over. So that that's nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, three day week. That's that's always good. I I like that a three day week. I had a really Should be the standard. <laughs> yeah. I had I worked Monday. I took off Tuesday because I had to accompany my mom to the hospital because she had one of those like procedures where you need somebody to take you home afterwards. Yeah, and it, it, taking off Tuesday really was weird because it's like you started the week and then you had off and then you have to continue. It's the, the best. Week. It makes it hard to remember what day it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's been a really weird week for work in general, but I guess that did not help my momentum. Um, the positive is, like, I've just been working on a project that's been 
self-contained. So it's like I don't think anybody's actually even noticed I've been missing. So that's that's the best is when like you're just invisible to everybody. <laughs> um but uh we all have jobs. That's a good thing. Um that was not the best. But here here's the transition, <laughs> right? We all have jobs. These people do not. Yeah, oh, but uh in segue in less happy news, uh the, the fucking video game industry you got, is like, continuing the Simpsons. to fall apart. Uh-huh. You got that going on, point at them and laugh. Um, people. Yeah, I got I have we we haven't talked to news or anything really in, in, in a bit, um because we've been doing game of the year and recaps and stuff, but uh yeah, so today Microsoft cut nineteen hundred workers uh between Activision, Blizzard, and Xbox and Bethesda. Um that, that that's a lot, nine percent of their workforce. Um, previously, I think Monday this week, Riot Games laid off 11% of their staff, uh, 530 employees, uh, Twitch, uh, earlier in the month laid off 500 employees. That's 35% of their staff, uh, Unity, who had cuts last year as well, cut, uh, 25% of their staff, 1,800 employees, um, and, uh, a small, small little studio. It's only fifty people, but uh, the the Black Forest Games, the people who made the Destroy All Humans remakes, um, reported on by our our friend Justin, um, were themselves destroyed. Yeah, they uh, fifty uh, fifty people gone from there. It's fifty percent of their staff. Um, and they're under they're under THQ Nordic and Embracer, so expect more of that to happen. Um, and it, they it, are they're the developer I think that is helping work on uh, that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, the it, the, la- the last Ronin. It shocks me that yeah. the gen like the, the layoffs don't shock me at this point. I am unsurprised by any of this. Like it's become so commonplace. In the industry, to for instance, you look at the Microsoft ones. Like, okay, Bethesda finishes a big game, and studios then contract afterwards. Yes. Um, uh, Call of Duty did not do well. They probably have too many studios, too many employees working on those games. They need to like, you know, find a new way forward. So they let a bunch of people go. Like, I under I understand the logic, but it happens so often in the industry. That I am surprised there is not an industry-wide labor movement. Yeah, it's like they can't get to. They're not like there's there's unions within developers, right? right? But there doesn't seem to be like a, an industry-wide union. Like movement. like there's nothing like this the Screen Actors Guild. Or there's there's yeah. like there there should be something that goes across all of these companies because like if they're gonna do this to people. There need to be protections for those employees if it's inevitable. And it kind of seems like that is the case. And and like the a lot of the the oh, we staffed up too much during COVID and right. the growth was so high. But they still grew like the industry still grew last year. It didn't yeah. grow at a ten percent rate. Yeah. 
like it yeah. did, but it still grew. So people were still making money. Insane, though. Like, you know, yeah. That's like... nuts. That's yeah. yeah. So like you uh, you report on the layoffs, but again, not, not, I think I've said this previous on the podcast. We never hear the reports of Microsoft hired eighty thousand people or whatever. Like we never really get that news. We always get the bad news, oh, which I kind of awesome think hire people. <laughs> yeah. It, well, yeah, but it's like people like hearing bad news. Like, that's kind of what the media kind of focuses on. Yeah, but people also (laughs) share it. But it's also one of those things, I think, because, like, the flip side is, especially, I think, what Microsoft is, I think, yesterday, sometime this week, it came out, and they were, what, oh, you're the second company after Apple to hit, what, $3 trillion worth of um, market value or something like that. Yeah. So if you hear this stuff where it's like, these companies aren't in bad shape. It's just that we could be better for our shareholders. And how can we be better by letting go of par- a part of the workforce? And, yeah. you know, I, some of it is going to, you know, like we mentioned a lot of this is gaming. But I think this week also, I think the uh, the entire staff of Sports Illustrated was laid off. And it's yeah. stuff like that yeah. where people are like, oh, you know, like we can like transition some of this to like AI or you know, like we'll just have like, like we, we don't need a full scope of um, people anymore because you don't. Don't I mean, I think that was part of the problem with Sports Illustrated. They had transitioned some of the stuff with AI, and then the um, the company that had licensed out the Sports Illustrated name to the group that was running it didn't like the way that they were doing those sorts of things and pulled the license agreement. Mm. So they ended up having to lay off all their staff because they, they lost their their... Like they didn't agree with the editor in chief who was doing things like using AI to create articles, and there were all these controversies. It's just it's just nightmarish that like an, a storied institution like Sports Illustrated can be gone just overnight can... too. Like it's gone now; it doesn't exist. Uh, now, do you do I think Sports Illustrated will be back in some form? Yeah, the the name is too valuable. Sure. Like you, you, you so like uh, the athletic. I, I can see them like buying it up, right? They, they could get value out of that kind of name. But um, the the other thing out of uh, you know, all, all these layoffs is normally you would hear like, oh, this group of developers is like starting their own studio. Um, but that doesn't seem to be happening with all. Like, I mean, a lot of these layoffs just happen, but. Like a lot of smaller studios aren't opening up over 2023 because the capital just isn't there. Like nobody's investing in those little studios. So that's a little scary because like these jobs are now just gone. Like previously they would be able to find somewhere else in the industry. Or like you'd start, like, you know, like we have a few studios, like Respawn, for example, was people who have, I mean, they left, but like there's been, um, there was the, um, the people who did Okami, not Okami. But Platinum Games is a good example, I guess. Those are people who were like, go from Capcom, uh, you know, like the people who did Death Stranding was from Konami. There was a people from Metroid Prime who formed that other studio whose name I forget. But like, yeah, to your point, it's like there aren't, like, I think part of what people are, it's one of those things where it kind of like last year everybody's been preparing for recession, recession, recession. It's like everybody's anticipating like their funding for video games going to dry up this year. So they're trying to like, you know, tighten their belts, but it's like the funding hasn't dried up yet. You're just cutting it, but like that funding isn't going towards new studios, right? Um, so 
Yeah, after, I think, record layoffs last year, we're off to a rousing start Woo! in uh, 2024. Yeah. I mean, last year was record, and I think we're halfway through last year's number in the first month month of the year. Uh, nuts. Um, in, well, I don't know if it's, I mean, it's, it's not depressing news. Xbox had a developer direct. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to transition to that. <laughs> you have, you have no that one was work. laid off during the Xbox no, developer yeah. direct. <laughs> they waited I, until after. So to say, can we confirm that? Uh, that, I mean, that was no, we that can't. <laughs> I think that's the other thing that came out, sorry, just to backtrack a bit. Is I think um, you know, Game Sneak, uh, Jason uh, Schreier said that like, people in Activision Blizzard and Microsoft found out about the AOPS when the news broke this morning. It was not like them being informed. Like so people were at their desk waiting to find out if they were at go of. Um because I know at least one person I who I follow on Twitter who was at go from one of the organizations, and that is such a big bummer. It's. I know there's no there's no good way to get laid off. Like they're just not. But like this, hey, we're doing layoffs. It's like hang around. You may or may not get an email saying you work here or don't anymore. Like just a shitty way of handling it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But uh, just. Not not to to linger on the layoffs, but uh, it isn't isn't part of the layoffs. We knew Bobby Kotick left at the end of last year. I don't think we talked about that previously. So he's gone from Activision. No, I definitely made jokes about that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Mike Gibara, who was CEO of Blizzard, um, he stepped down today. Uh, in conjunction with these these announcements of the layoffs, and that dude is a giant douche nozzle. So. Kind of glad he's gone from there. I'm sure he left with a bunch of money, but yeah, um, he was the one that was kind of saying, "Hey, we, executives had to take a we had to take a less bonus, so like you guys shouldn't be complaining about having to come back to work." Like that, he made stupid comments like that publicly. Mm. Um, yeah, Blizzard employees did not seem to like him. And I'm kind of kind of glad that his leadership is no longer there. But um, the Xbox Developer Direct, yay! They showed some games that are supposedly coming this year. We only got a date for one of them. Um, but uh, they showed a Vowed. Said that's launching fall 2024. Um, I don't know. Looks like. Looks like an Elder Scrolls game. It does. I mean, I like Elder Scrolls. I like the. I played Pillars of Eternity. It's in that same universe. Yep. Uh, those games are fun, but this is like different style of RPG. But like, the Obsidian knows how to make <clears throat> RPGs, so I'm feeling pretty good about it. How broken will it be? Because Obsidian also really knows how to make things that are broken. Uh, and if it will actually come this fall, I kind of wonder. I think it will, um, and I think Obsidian makes these games like they're kind of like my favorite take on these these types of games. You know, uh, best character writing I think out of these like first person 
um, you know, RPGs, like the style of that. I think and, they have the, the best character writing and mission design. Yeah, and then some of the stuff they did in New Vegas was like really cool. Uh, but, uh, and I want to say I don't remember Outer Worlds being that buggy. I mean, Tony is correct. Like Obsidian is like known for this, but I just I just don't remember that one. I thought that one it, it was pretty clean. It was you smaller know. in scope. Yes. Than, yeah, than, I, I uh, think that helped. It was short. Like it was really short. I don't think Vowed will be smaller in scope. I don't know. Um, but you guys, you guys seem interested in it. It's it's one of the few games I'm looking forward to. Yeah. All right. I mean, they haven't like there aren't that many games announced for this year. True. Probably probably some more in the future. Um, they uh they followed that up with Snua's Saga. Or Senua's, uh, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Uh, Hellblade oh, yeah. Two, yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> launching uh, that comes out May twenty first. Um, again, I don't know what to expect from this game. Like visually, it looks great. The first one did not have like the most intriguing combat. It was very like one note. Yeah, um, it had some it cool puzzles pretty in quickly. It, but... Yeah, the, com- the combat was not very engaging, so uh, we'll see. I- I'm not super excited for that one, but it'll be on Game Pass, so it's an easy just kind of give it a go, see how it see how it takes place. Um, surprisingly, they they showed Visions of Mana. I think it's the fifth Mana game. I don't say that for to just get some because I think I think they asked someone Switch excuse it. Uh, maybe that, that tri- Trials of Mana also showed up on PlayStation 4. I'm trying okay, and mm-hmm. that was a remake of three, which had never actually come here. Like, I guess Trials of Mana was a Super Nintendo game and it never made its way. Are these over, the secret of Mana games? Yes, yeah. the, the of Mana is the, the of mana, mana is the series. Oh, okay. So, yes. Okay. So, I think the one you talked about was the remake that was also on Switch and PlayStation, I guess. Yeah. And then, okay. So, this is actually the first new one in like 17 years. Um, and it is, yeah, on PlayStation 4 or 5 and Xbox. Um, yeah. Um, interesting that they, they put it in, you know, Developer Direct. Didn't really fit with the other games, but. Uh, I guess they're trying to say, "Hey, we we are also a good, strong partner of Square Enix." And okay, okay, sorry, I'm just because I'm looking at this now because you mentioned it. And like, Trials of Mana is on Switch and PlayStation Four, but yes. it's not on Xbox. No, if I get something that you should probably try to remedy, like they and they might they might put it on a like Game Pass or something. Yeah, that would that would like and kind of what they did with Yakuza and Kingdom Hearts. Exactly. Um, so, uh, Secret of Mana is Secret of Mana is actually the second one. First game is Final Fantasy Adventure, which was on the Game Boy. Uh, Trials of Mana was the third one that they just did the remake of. Dawn of Mana was a PlayStation Two game, and now uh, Visions of Mana will be on on everything. Uh, oh, Mana that does have. Uh, just launching summer of 2024. 
Um, next game they showed was a uh, so this is a little bit up a uh, up Tony's alley. Ara History Untold kind of looks like Civ mixed with Age of Empires. I like those things. It, it looks pretty cool. I will I will be giving this a shot. I just I don't even remember it. Oh, I remember I think the game popped up and I dropped in a group message like this looks like a Tony game. And, and I, I was like, what? And because I, I wasn't watching. Yeah. <laughs> I was like Tony game, really? But yeah, it looks it looks pretty cool. Like, and I'm waiting. Like I'm waiting because I think this is the year that they launch a new Civ game too. Mm. Um, but, so I'm kind of in the mood for this sort of thing now. And Give I me. mean. I could be wrong, but this is oh, you have a PC game, right? Uh, yes, PC. Yeah, I thought that. I mean, it, it, there are PC, but I was like, oh, it's so weird that you have a PC OE game in the showcase. Yep. Um, there's nothing wrong with games being only PC or There's nothing wrong with it. It's just like you have an Xbox game, <laughs> <laughs> and you have a game that doesn't work on the Xbox. But it works. Uh, it works on the Xbox app on PC. It works on, I think, Game Pass for X. Um, X the Game Pass for PC. Yes. It's, it's still kind of funny for an Xbox showcase to have a game that does not work on what people consider the Xbox. Yeah. I mean, you never know. This game could also come to Xbox. Like they've oh, done a pretty good job of getting. This genre in particular, um, which has historically avoided consoles, um, Game Pass has brought a lot of games to PC. From from PC to... Did Civ 6 make consoles? It did. Yeah. 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 So so it's it's possible here. Um, And finally, uh, I think this was maybe the biggest game that they showed. uh, Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. Which is a terrible name. I get that it is the kind of the, the thing that he is looking for. <laughs> it's not a great name. It's like the Great Pumpkin. That's what it sounds like. Indiana Jones and the Great Pumpkin. The Great okay. Circle Jerk. Uh, surprisingly, first person indie. Um, I was expecting a third person action game, but. A lot of people are bad about this, or uh, I don't know, disapproving of it. Also, I think it does go into third person sometimes. It, I, yeah, I, I, I saw him swinging down. across like a chasm. Like, yeah. So who knows? It's not yeah. surprising though, considering the Machine Games is basically just done first person shooters. It's, and I I agree with you on that. It's more like. You, you, you want to see indie, right? You would think yeah, that. Yeah. It also, <laughs> just looks goofy, like cracking a whip in first person. Like yeah. when they showed it in the trailer, I was like, I don't know, maybe that like feels good in the game, but it just looks like you're just doing like Elder Scrolls combat or something weird. Like, I don't know. No, but yeah, it's, I'm interested. Especially, especially since they got like, Harrison. I mean, and Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones, but they got his likeness. I'm like. You would think you'd want to show that off. I was surprised how this room, this looks more to witness than it does Uncharted. And I just kind of assumed that this would be more Uncharted than uh, the recent Tomb Raider games. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. Um, I mean, I, I know what Jeff's saying. You know, it's machine games. They did the two Wolfenstein games. They're first person. But they're also shooters, right? Like, yeah, Indy's not really a shooter. 
Like you, you punch Nazis. Yeah, like he hard uses guns. That's one of the running jokes. Does, um, does anybody uh, like any of the Indiana Jones games? Or Indiana Jones games. A few good ones. I mean, I haven't played a ton, but the the Fate one, of Atlantis is pretty good. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. Um, and that because that was remade on the Switch, the Wii, right? Um, and then I think he's had a few adventure games. Really yeah. liked. Um, God, why can't I not think of the name? The Infernal Machine. Oh yeah, that was good too. Uh, no sixty four. Uh, it, it's like impossible to go back to now. <laughs> but uh, it's good, like you know, Tomb Raider ripoff. And uh, I still remember back in the day. I think you like had to buy that game from Blockbuster. I think that's like. That is the like was the exclusive retailer of that game or something weird like that, uh, which always made it stand out to me. But uh, I remember loving it back in the day, and I remember going to try to play it. I don't know what on or where or when, but like somewhat more recently, and being like, "Oh my god, this is a, this is like the kind of like Tomb Raider one. It's just it's just not happening in modern times." Um. The the two Lego indie games are pretty good too. I mean they're 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 Lego games, so they all kind of play the same, but they're fun. Um, I don't remember the Infernal Machine or the Emperor's Tomb or the Staff of Kings though. So still much better names than a giant circle. Yes. Yes. <laughs> a, oh my gosh, that is such a stupid name. It's like when you name it out, like the Fate of Atlantis. That sounds cool. The Infernal Machine, the Emperor's Tomb, the Giant Circle. Hey, Dial <laughs> of Destiny great, sounds cooler than Dial of Destiny is a better name, right? Yeah. Circle, right. I actually never thought that the Dial of Destiny was a terrible. Like, I think it's an okay name. It's a good name. I, I, I didn't like the movie. Name. I did not finish the movie. No, but, I, I liked it. I thought it was fun. But I mean, I think it fits in with like the whole thing, like you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark, um, Temple of Doom, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, Dolly of Destiny. The only one that doesn't really fit that is the, the Last Crusade. So it works. Like this doesn't even fit that, and it's not cool sounding. <laughs> the Great Circle. It sounds like something from Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad name. Um... You could, you could dress that up, like, you know, like, even if you kind of switch the words around, like the, uh, the circle of fate, um, the, uh, the, I don't know, the great tomb of the lost king of shop. But yeah, the great circle, like, really, this is, like, you spend millions of dollars and this is what you come up with? Even if it was like, uh, the, like the golden circle even sounds like better. It's yeah. like, oh, like that, that's so something that's you for. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's let's you know let's plant our flags here. I think Avowed is coming this year. I think this is not. Oh, what do you guys think? I think I we think... get both. Yeah, all right. I, I oh. would love it if we got both. That would be great. But I I tend to agree with Avowed coming this year. Indie probably not. I, I I'm with Chris on this. I do think we get both. I think we'll get in the very, very close to the end of the year, maybe even like November or December. Like maybe their big fall game. Yeah. I think a Val will be their big fall game. 
It'll be September. Yeah, I also, I, I mean, yeah, I, guess I, also, I was going to say, I also feel like Microsoft doesn't necessarily do the big fall game in the same way that Nintendo and Sony does. Hey, what if we had good. two big fall games that were, you know, nice. apart? yeah. Yeah, because, like, Starfield was September. I want to say Halo was also in September. Yep. But no, that was December. No, it on to November. Then, like, the actual multiplayer came in. It was weird. Yeah, it was, like, yeah, it's like, six weeks later or something was the... Yes. The full game release. So, and I, I think Gears has been November, but like, yeah. we also we're also d- dramatically do a Gears game. It's been forever. I'm gonna say this right like, like, New Year's. Um, Gears Five was 2019, so yeah, it's oh yeah, five years. Okay. Yeah, we are definitely new, and that wait, okay, that was that was also a September date, so yeah. So the coalition had been working on something else that they've stopped. They canceled that and now are working on gears again. We don't know if it's gear six or something else, but um, that that might explain the delay there. Uh, so that's the developers direct. I, I don't I don't know what I was expecting out of it. It was fine. It would be nice to have um, surprises or something, you know. I I, I would also say, where's Rare's fucking uh, like uh, you know whatever fucking, wild yeah that cool looking like rare game well so I think that the de- the developer direct uh, and this at least from what they did last year is stuff that they expect this year oh yeah so so rare's that rare that rare game that the fable that's don't don't expect that this year. Rare is Sea of Thieving for for Sea of Future. Yes. Um, so yeah. That is uh that was the news. I don't know if there was anything else you guys caught, but that, that was what caught my eye. Uh, I mean, I guess we'll talk about Power World in general, but I mean there's mm-hmm. stuff around that. Um, yeah, we, we we could we could add in all the oh, <laughs> insanity. It's so, it's of so crazy. Um, in fact, if you want, we can jump right into Pal World. Uh, I have not played it. Um, Tony, you have bought it. Earl, did you try it? I did not try it because of all <laughs> things around it. <laughs> well, it's gonna be hard to jump into this one. Uh, Why not? I mean, we could jump into the actual conversation I... <laughs> around it. <laughs> okay. Have none of us doing anything? Oh no, I have. I've I've watched my son play so much of this game. Uh, the reason I bought it was uh, he's played it so obsessively, and I want to try it. Uh, that he's playing on my Xbox, and I will not get like a chance to play it there. Um, Wait, that means your Switch is free to play Mario, though. No, because yeah. my other son, my other son has the Switch and is playing. Turn beat the game already. Oh, he's so, playing the. Uh, best graphics of 2022 game he's, Kirby. He's played so much Kirby. It's just a, quick awesome. aside, just a really quick aside because uh, I I did finally beat Wonder. I did not think that Bowser battle. It was not really fun. No, you, you no 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 fun there for you. I mean, it was <laughs> fine, but I'm like it. I felt I guess because like usually it kind of kind of sums up the game, and I guess because this game was like different all the time, make like, a rhythm based 
espouse about Baru was like, oh, okay, it's different, but it wasn't really that. Like, it's probably one of my least favorite two D Bowser encounters. I dug it. I don't know. I felt I I'm like struggling to remember exactly how it goes, but I felt like it did kind of push me a little bit though. Like it wasn't super easy. It's the one where like you have the platforms and you have to jump on the beach to hit underneath his ship. And then, like, he has the giant hands that eventually you will have to, like, hit the hand and then hit him. And then the final one, you have to jump up and hit the button on the top of his head. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I thought, thought it was a good time. But... I, was, I, 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 I could see what you're saying, Earl, is that, like, there have been better, like, finales. Uh, especially for a game that was so, like, creative for, for Mario. Like, it was kind of more standard, but I thought it was a solid boss fight. Yeah. I, the boss fights were okay. Like it's not like a three D world where he turns into a giant cat Bowser. Uh, the one is it is it you where he turns into a giant Bowser and he's like breaking his stuff on the side of the screen and you have to navigate that. That is one of the best. Yeah. Uh, three. You said three D world. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. is that's maybe the best of the of that. Like I think the three D ones tend to have the best ones. Like I really enjoyed the one in Odyssey. Um, I really enjoyed the one in the first Galaxy. I think that's the one you hit in the planet's back at him. Um, did not like the one in Sunshine. 64, I think, is iconic. Kind of like the original Mario Brothers. It's iconic, but it's not necessarily great. It's just the, isn't it just the same boss fight again that you've done? Yeah. I, yeah, uh, yeah. As I said, it's iconic, but it's not great. It's, yeah. Because like Mario is spinning Bowser around and dumping the bombs is like very iconic, but it's like yeah, you have the same boss like fight it three times. But sorry, I did real this. We were talking about Power World. <laughs> yes, Power World. Um, so, so tell me about Power World because like I I talked it was like oh it's coming to Game Pass. Yeah. And I had heard Pokemon with guns. I was like I like Pokemon enough, and like giving them guns seems stupid. I'll give this yeah. a try. And then I heard. It's a survival game, and I was like, yes. "Nope, nope." It is not <laughs> Pokemon with guns, okay? Because if if you thought you were going to come out there and you know throw some things and get into some trainer battles and all that, that's not how this game works at all. It is an open world game. You build a base, you collect resources to to make it bigger and get more stuff in your base. There are pals around. You can capture them. Um, and you can bring them around like a party like you would in Pokemon and use them to like help you fight things. Um, but you can also bring them back to your base and put them to work. And the various pals have different like roles. Like some of them are good at planting things, some are good at building things. Some produce resources that you can use. Uh like there 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 are chicken pals, for instance, that make food for you. Mm-hmm. So like it's not at all anything like Pokemon. It plays nothing like a Pokemon game. So, like, when you when you see all of this, like, they're ripping off the Pokemon license, there's going to be all these lawsuits. Anyone who's actually played and seen what Pal World is knows that it's utter nonsense. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's, like, it, 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 it's not like Pokemon. It's not. Like, the rip it off part is not the game design. It is the art design. <laughs> right. But, like, there are other games that also do this, do that, like, have, like, designs that are really close to what Pokemon does. But, like, 
as long as they're not like using the Pokemon names or the designs are like different, which they are, they're different enough that you can't be like, oh, that's exactly that, like that. One. Oh yeah, and, like and... Th- there's no like there's no jeopardy there. So it's all it's all really stupid. And I love that enough people complained and enough of them went directly to Nintendo that they had to release a statement saying that they were looking into this. Yes, and I'm but you know, there. goddamn well they looked into this already. Like yeah, they, 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 they've been announced what three years ago. This game has been announced, and and um, the one interesting thing about the uh, the developer, they basically put out like, if not daily, like several times a week content, like on their Twitter feed. You you could follow this game as it was being built, as it was being put together. Like Nintendo's been reviewing every one of these. But the moment the game came out and somebody modded Pokemon into it, that instantly got taken down. <laughs> they're, they're like hovering over this game like a hawk, like waiting for the moment where they overstep the bounds. But like, they haven't. So yeah, it's, I... it's, it's just an entirely like, there are a bunch of idiots on the internet who like controversy or like to make no. a stink. And they chose this. I'd... <laughs> Yeah, and it's one of those things because I, I and it's because I, I feel like Nintendo or for the Pokemon Company in this case put out a statement. That's so to make we're watching this more so to make listen, guys, you can stop harassing us. Yeah, stop. We've already, we're already looking into this. It's already done. Stop yeah. emailing me. We we know this game that has sold eight million copies exists. We know about it. Thank you. Yeah, because like yeah, to so Tony's point. Like, yes, you can get upset and frustrated that like, a lot of the design, no, not a lot, but a few of the designs look very, very, very much like Pokemon. But that falls very much into fair use, parodies, satire, yep. homage. There's a, there's a wide swath of stuff. It's like, as long as you're not like, literally having like a, a, a dragon named Charizard or like, you know, Charizard or something like that, it's like, oh, it's not Charizard. It's like, yeah, you can get away with it because none of them are exactly Pokemon. It's like close enough. It's right. like Pokemon. Wait. It's like Pokemon. Wait until these guys hear that there's more than one first-person shooter. They're gonna lose their shit. Oh my What's God. crazy about Pokemon? Like, I mean, Pokemon does have some like you know unique designs and stuff, but a lot of times it's like they take animals and shit that we know. Like Charizard's just a fucking dragon. Like, that's it. Like, they made a cartoon dragon, a cute dragon. The, so did Spyro. Like, you I can make a cute is dragon. Godzilla. It's just Godzilla. That's all yeah. they did. They made a cute version of Godzilla. And, and they're all like, and some of them are even parodies of their fucking Pokemon. Like, pretend <laughs> like they're all original. And you're like, this one looks exactly like that one. Um, but yeah, I when I heard it was a survival game, it's like, Nope, I don't. I'm out. This is definitely not for me. Um, I'm glad that you know your kids are enjoying it. They're enjoying um, it. I I kind of wondered like the first time my son sees like this like sheep one in front of him, and he ends up beating it to death with like a bat. <laughs> I was like, is that going to freak him out? And then he went and did it with the next one that he found. I'm like, all right, never mind. <laughs> so. All right, so you you watched a bit of it. How, how does the capture mechanic go? Is there like are there like pal balls or there there are you, I I forget what they're called. They're not called pal balls. The word ball is not in it. Hysterical. But you, you you can get these like little you 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 and you have to craft them. Okay. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> but it's the, basically you you go and you find the, these creatures in the wild, um, and you fight them. And as you fight them, you can pull out your uh, capture device and see what percentage chance you have if you throw it at it, you're going to catch it, and then decide whether you want to throw it or just keep fighting it. Um, and there's the there's like weird like you can keep beating it down and getting the percentage higher and higher. You might accidentally kill it. That also happens in real Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. If to anything, catch I mean, it sounds like some of it is closer to like Arceus, which yeah. I do think is a fun way for the series to go. So it yeah. also reminds me of one other thing. And again, I don't know. I haven't looked too much into this. It could be social media. It could not be. But people said you can actually capture other people. people. Yeah, that, uh, that's a bug. That's a okay. bug. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the, the, you, you can. You're not supposed to be able to. They're, they're trying to fix that. Okay, because like, you can capture <laughs> other people and yes. then put them to work for free, yeah. which we have a word for. Yeah. yeah, but there are, like, enemies in the game. There's, like, mercenaries out there that you could, like, literally fight with your guns or your your pals. Uh, there are also, like, boss enemies um, where you'll find, like a um, like, a person riding, like, a giant pal that you can fight. And those battles are tough. They're literally like, you know, video game boss boss battle type things. As in, the, they're the, uh, I guess they'd be the equivalent of like the gym leaders or whatever. But right. They, they don't have gyms, so. Right. I did say I, I checked out the achievement list, and it was there was like it, four. It's or pretty. Five it's of pretty basic. Beat. Yeah. I, I I think you could probably get through all the, the achievements pretty easily. Well, yeah, I was like, well, I was looking at it, and I was like, when I thought it was Pokemon, but yeah. like not Pokemon, I was like, oh, like this, this looks doable. Like I would play a Pokemon type game on my Xbox, and yeah. And then Sean said it was a survival game that you had to like crash. I mean, you and... already have several Pokemon type games on your Xbox. You could play sure. cassette, Be- cassette Beasts right now. That's true. Uh, Nexamon is already available, and that is way closer to being Pokemon than this game ever will be. Well, that, and that, I mean, and, and I think that's where I think that's where part of the controversy. I mean, some of the controversy, like also people with AI, and that's a whole different beast we can get into. But I do think it's part of. I think there's an insecurity among Pokemon fans that like, oh, this is like something that's like evolved. But it's like it's not it's straight. It's not like oh, Pokemon can take this like. Yes, there's some, but Pokemon is not never going to be a town builder. It's never going to be about survival. That's not the game. That's not the core of the game. Like, uh, I do think if you start putting Pokemon to work, it does open up more questions than I think anybody's willing to answer about that universe. Um, and like I said, some of it, at least some of the mechanics you're talking about that would be interesting is kind of what they start to do in Legends, like being able to ride the Pokemon, capture them in the wild. Um, getting different percentages and stuff like that. I think really what Pokemon needs to do is double down on Legends as like the evolution of at least a core brand and still have the turn-based RPG kind of alternating. I mean, last year was a good example. I don't think we had a Pokemon game. You know, we don't need them every year. Kind of give it a break. Really focus on one or two ideas. I need a Pokemon game every year. Oh, um. You're the problem. <laughs> Yeah, and Earl, you brought up the AI thing. Um, I mean, there's no proof on any of that. And I guess, I guess the examples that were being circulated um, were fake. There's were, uh, People can just go on Twitter and say things. Yeah, that's they absolutely can. true. 
Yeah. And uh, I, I that's exactly like what this is. He, he admitted <laughs> that he made them up. Like, okay. I made it up, but it's still a good point. It's like, I no, no, it's it. not because you made it up. It's like when people like post something that's fake, and then people are like, "Yo, this is fake," and they're like, "Yeah, but it's like it sounds like it could be real." It's like. Yeah, but it's like you are contributing to what makes the internet suck, asshole. Like, anyways, this is my little mini rant. But no, I was also going to say it's very similar to um, crap. What was it? Uh, it's 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 kind of similar to movie CG where everybody's like, "Oh, the CG is awful," and it's like, "Yeah," because somebody pointed it out to you, and this is what you look for. Because ninety percent of the time, you don't notice CG. <laughs> and I assume it's the same thing with AI. It was like. You notice when AI is bad, but like we've yeah. all had like a phone assistant that like picks up on certain stuff and learns certain stuff we do and say. That's AI as well. It's like yeah, it's like it's AI art, but it's like it's. Not, I mean, okay, it's, but like even if you do, if you have AI as a basis, so that's when you're kidding it up and designing it. That's not the issue. The issue is like if it's just AI assets and that's what you're putting out there. This game clearly has some work done to it. I mean, and, and I don't. It has a lot of work done to it. So, yeah. Well, so yeah, even the, if they the, were using AI to to like clean up and and yeah. and help make well. Also, from what I hear from like, I guess AI experts were were jump like. There's no way to do AI art and make 3D models out of it as of yet. Like the the AI like the. Uh, the AI generators for that art stuff haven't been able to do that yet. So I mean, I'm sure they're honest, working on it, but they can't really do 2D art well right. yet. <laughs> There's still people missing fingers and uh it's the same thing. <laughs> it was the same thing with um what um I mean we didn't cover it. WWE 2K uh, 24 was announced this week and people were like, oh the the the, the box art looks like AI art, where it's like no, it was pretty much just like like these were sample, like people who actually found the actual pictures. It's just like maybe they copied, they didn't copy it right. Like, I think Stone Cold was missing a finger, and John Cena's shirt text was weird. And it's like, yeah, part of it's because it's covered, and the other part, I think they took down his finger and said they wanted to get rid of the middle finger. <laughs> um, but it's like, yeah, it's like it's not AI. It's like art that it's like it's it's art that they traced over, but it's not AI art. Right. Um, did you guys catch the? First of all, I think you know there's different issues. There's the issue. The, there's the usefulness of AI, and then there's whether they even use AI for this game. Whatever. Exactly. But, yeah, we don't know. Yeah, and, and it's yeah. Uh, and just to bounce to something else that happened this week involving this did involve AI and was super weird and I think sucks. But did you guys catch the thing that, like, in True Detective, there were AI-generated posters on the wall behind some in someone's bedroom in the show? Oh no, I hadn't hadn't I did not hear about that, and I haven't watched the 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 episode okay. yet. So, if you go on like Twitter and just type in like True Detective poster, you'll you'll see people talking about it. Uh, I noticed the poster when I was watching the episode because it's basically it looks like a, like a kind of like a kiss poster. But it just says like metal and kind of like the Metallica oh, yeah, font. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> metal U.S. tour. And I noticed it when I was watching the episode. I was like, "What the fuck is metal U.S. tour?" Like it was, it, <laughs> and and it's 
it's just a thing in the background, but like I noticed it when I was watching it the first time I was taking the show in, and it took me out of that scene because I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Like, this supposed to be like a fake band called Metal. Like, it, I really like I caught it, and then on top of that, like True Detective is a show about like looking for all the clues. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so you're like you're like you're like pouring over everything, like. Uh, and it's so funny that the uh, creator of the show, Issa Lopez, uh, was like trying to defend it on Twitter and sounding like a complete fucking idiot. I'm sorry to say, like, just say like, yeah, it was. It's lazy production design. Like, honestly, dude, just get yeah, real it, posters. Like, yeah, that is really when you don't want to hire an art decorator or set designer, uh, because like that is some that is really a job on set that you're That's, just trying to like, it, pass it's so, off. It's so weird because, like, the show is pretty immaculate. Like, it, like if, you know, I've seen the first two episodes, it looks incredible. Like, it's a show that's always been about, like, these little details and, like, what the fuck is that? Like, I don't know. This, this poster's amazing, though, Jeff. It's so... <laughs> and absolutely if, you dig, if you dig around enough, you, you can see her explanations for on Twitter. Her explanations make no sense and make her... Honestly, it's like... I actually really like this filmmaker. She made um, Tigers Are Not Afraid, which is, a, I thought, a really good uh, Mexican horror movie from a few years ago. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think I, first off, you know, what creators should do is not talk on Twitter. Just it's cooler yep. if you don't. <laughs> just like let let your shit go. You have more just... mystique. Like look at like, Tarantino doesn't say shit. He's I don't think he's even on Twitter. But that's why he's perfect. <laughs> I mean, he's, he says a lot of shit. He talks constantly, just not on Twitter. I will say. I mean, it's a, I will say it goes because there's some really cool creators and stuff. It's really sometimes great to see the inside and stuff behind them uh but sometimes you can also kind of become off as very whiny or well, not david whiny. simon I'm, on twitter man like guy created the what's with people on twitter all day and you're like dude you made yeah, the wire become, you don't have to say anything become too defensive yes like i i mean as suicide squad is whatever but like david ayer mm-hmm. is one of those people who are like dude I think you should you know, go write a script. Yeah, I, I, actually, I, I mean, I've seen enough of his movies. I think I'm don't doing. write a script. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I did like Fury. I do enjoy Fury, uh, but like he did Suicide Squad, and that was a, and then he did Bright right afterwards. I'm like, oh no, this was not Warner Brothers. This was you. <laughs> um, what did he do recently? He did uh, The Beekeeper, which I've heard. The only thing I, I've heard people who I watch bad movies would say that we need to watch the beekeeper. So oh no, I want to see the beekeeper. Yeah, so we will see. Anyway, uh, Power World. We don't know if it uses AI. Uh, we have no way of proving it. But someone on Twitter said it did, and then but, it's got caught and said, "But yeah, probably." The only thing I mean, here's say- the thing. I think. We've gotten to a point now where a little bit of AI has been used in everything. Yeah, like it's just too much. Like you're writing, you're writing a script, and you can't come up with like a sentence. You're like, uh, inspire me, and and maybe it gives you something, and you write something else. But like AI was just used. Maybe it didn't write it for you, but it just helped, definitely helped you with it. And I think we're getting to that point, where it's just well, going to be so ubiquitous. Well, 
I was going to say, the only thing we can say for sure with 100% certainty is the same is a smash hit. It's yes. somewhat 8 million in less than a week. Um, which is insane. I mean, the yeah. pri- uh, the, that $30 price make... point, and on Steam, it's even less. It's like $26. Oh, it's, it's, so it's 8 bucks. No, 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 no. It's $26 on Steam. Yeah. Thirty. Like, on I, Xbox? I wouldn't have like since I could already play it on Game Pass, I probably wouldn't have gotten it again. It was like I'm getting for eight bucks. That's what I. That's what I was, I was also wondering. I'm wondering if they're re- including. Um, they're not. They're not they're including not. Uh, Game, Game Pass, Pass numbers. Okay. No, it's it's uh, actual then, sales sales yeah, numbers. Yeah, and I mean, good on them. A controversy creates cash, and you know, right or wrong, it has been the talk of the town for the video game world for the past week. On almost every avenue, whatever that may be. Yeah, like uh, the the big the big question, I guess, out of it is does it have like longevity? Or are we going to be talking about this? Not not are we? Because yeah. I don't think we're going to be talking about it in March or April. But is anybody else going to be talking about it in March or April? Um, and that probably depends on how they support it. Um. All right. Well. Another game came out, uh, did not sell 8 million copies as far as I know, because I think if yes. it did, Ubisoft would have uh, been all over telling us that it had. But uh, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, which I think three of us have played at least some of. Because, um, Earl, you played the demo, right? Yeah. Uh, I really like this game a lot. <laughs> I do, too. Um, it's a, it's 2D Metroid-like action platformer, um, very, very, you know, very much like Metroid. Like, you're, you're going to come across areas you cannot get through because you do not have, you have not received the power or the equipment to, to progress that way. All, you know, all one big map. It, Yeah. There, there's been a million of these games now, and I, I feel like it's its own genre now. And, and people, I guess, seem to like these games. I guess we're not the only ones because, like, everyone keeps making them. Um, let's see. I wrote some stuff down. Uh, mm-hmm. some some stuff that I thought is cool. So, like, like most games, it has like a way to like set markers that you can then like pull up. But this has like a cool thing where you can take a screenshot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is oh. really nifty. It's like, what is this area like? Right? Like, I, I don't know where I'm at. I have not used it, but I remember the, when when it, like the game showed me that I was like, oh, this is a genius idea for this type of game. Like, <laughs> I don't know why I haven't used it because again, I think it's I think it's a great idea. Like, they should, it's something that should go forward in other you know games that are doing this. The one thing I'm right, 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 and not I guess where. It's like they made it a collectible. Yeah, so like I guess you start off with what uh, 10, 15 uh, to start with, but you, you could get more in chests. Yeah, that's so weird. Like, it's a great idea. Like, why have to? Why do you have to gamify it? Like, yes, great. I mean, take screen. Like, I understand why we want people to limit the number, but like. It's weird to be like, oh, you can upgrade this ability. You, you would probably never need more than 10 at once, though, right? Like, you could probably delete others off the map 
no, you can't you can't delete them, but the the fact that you can pick up like another one in a chest is what's yeah. weird, I think is well, what I'm you know, everything in it is like upgradable, you know, I, I whatever. I, yeah, I, I agree with her all, but ultimately like again, since I'm not using it at all, I guess it doesn't matter to me. But um, uh, so yeah, I really like that that uh feature. Um so in other games, like you'll you'll come across like in you know you're playing Castlevania or whatever, you'll come across a place where you can't get through, and they may show the door is red, like because it's locked or you don't have. But this will throw up like a gate, and then when you get the correct um skill or equipment piece, the map will then switch to green, so that you know you can go to that area yeah. now. It'll so show like, you it turning. Yeah. I think it's so neat too, because it's like sometimes you'll get like you'll get something and be like, fuck, well, what do I do now? Like I know it's saying I need to go up into this high part of the map that I have not unlocked any of the map on. Um, and I don't quite know how to get there. And you'll see that like there's a green door now. Uh and it's not it's not like a small green door, it's a big like, yeah, it's it is <laughs> on the map. In the same vein, though, when you come up to a, a door that you can't get through from that side, it'll mm-hmm. show you an arrow on the map saying, like, this door can only be gone through from, like, the right or the, the other left. side. Yeah, I think that's cool, too. I do think that's a stupid thing. That, like, wooden fucking board blocking a door and it can only be broken from one <laughs> yeah. side makes no sense. I, I have but, to go around to the other side to kick it through. Yeah, it's like my, I, my sword works. Should, the same should, should have worked, worked on Kung Fu a little more so you could break that board. Yeah, but, but it's it's just it's good to let you know, okay, I gotta, I gotta find another way around, but like, yeah, like logically, it's just like this is stupid. Yeah, well, especially when it's like when it's those wooden ones. Like, there's ones that are they're metal grates. You have to flip a switch on the other side to open it. That makes sense. The wooden ones are like this. Why bust through this door? Yeah. Um, let's see. I think there there's some like absolutely brutal platforming sequences in here. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) uh, Specifically, there there were like these four trials. Uh, Jeff, I think you struggled a little bit at this part too. Very much so. Yes. Um, and then later, later on, I came across this like there's this like crystal spike maze that you got to go through. Um, that yeah. I found a little hard. Um, oh, I did little, get through it, dude. dude. That that I found less hard than the uh, the the I need to be perfect with my timing challenges. But okay, so going up bigger picture here, like when this game first came came out, like Sean got it first. And he was saying it was like impossibly hard. And so because of that, when I got the game like a day later, I, I started it on easy and I was like, this game is it feels just right. It's not a breeze, but it just feels just right. Because I played it on easy. Right. Now that I'm further into it, I do think like it pushes the envelope a little too much. Like it, it is like and then I even with the combats with the platforming. I, I you know, I feel like I'm a pretty seasoned platformer player. And some of this stuff is kind of fucking horseshit. And especially like <laughs> you touched on the four trials. Uh it's hard to describe what those are, but like they're like they're like little like rooms that you have to like 
get through this little platforming challenge, like a little super meat boy type fucking horse shit. And on top of it, in those rooms, like they're built around like you get to like, all right, run the trial. You have like 12 seconds to run a trial, whatever, right? And you get to go run and you get on switch and it opens uh, whatever. And then you get to like run it again and your ghost runs and opens that switch for you. Like they stand on a platform and run a switch for you. And then you jump up and it gets you to somewhere else where you get to like say another switch, right? And then you make that ghost. Like these trials let you make like two ghosts and then you get a third final run where your ghosts will help you by opening a fucking couple doors and then you have to get to the end of the fucking thing. And, and like it has to be perfectly timed. And it's just, I think that's just asking way too much of the player. Like, unless you're, like, I'm sure there's people that, like, breeze through this and no problem. I just feel like, like I said uh, to you, Chris, like, it, it, it is, one, a lot to wrap your mind around. Like. Yeah, especially the ones where it's, like, you have to, like, do this like, and then do like, that have, and then do this. And you have to be like, I have to leave three seconds for this gate to go up. You know, like you really have to like think about it like that, right? And on top of it, like even when you got it all down conceptually, like you figured you have figured out this room. Then you have to. It's not easy. And and uh, I see my fucking connection sucking, but uh, you're fine. It is. Uh, uh, just asking a bit too much, and I think that I, I um, thought those challenges were weird to have in the like, and it's not it's not early in the game, but it's also not at the end of the game, like, and to be like you need to be perfect probably. in this, yeah, to, to be like, hey, here's these like super hard challenges that, and you need to do this to progress. They're not they're not like they're not optional, optional rooms. <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, if you don't finish this you're not going to get what you need to move to the next part of the game. Um, I did think that was a little weird. Like no, I, I thought, I, I thought they should have added about three seconds to each of those challenges. I'll be honest. I, I, um, I thought maybe the first two, I thought it was kind of a neat idea, but I was not a fan of that part. And there's been a few other parts, like you said too, like with the spikes where I'm just like, all right, this is not, this is getting too close to like, like a Super Meat Boy or uh, Celeste or something like that, where I'm like, unless you're super seasoned, and I am a seasoned platformer like person, but it's just like, dude, like this is more like a higher level of challenge than I think like most people are going to go for. Oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think sucks. people are going to get to those challenge boxes and be like, ah, I'm done. Like I can't do this. Um, yeah, if you're you know, casually into this sort of genre, and you bought this game on sale for like 15, 20 bucks, whatever. Like, you get some of the stuff, you might just be like, fuck you. Uh, I, this sucks. And I don't know. I, it's kind of a, it's a bummer for me because I think it is g- like generally, like, maybe one of the best, you know, 2D, like, Metroidvania type games. Like, it really is. Like, at least for me, like, I think it retains all the atmosphere of, like, a 3D Prince of Persia game in 2D. Absolutely, yep. Yeah. Like, it's just so, like, 
the the look of the different levels and the music and like just even the way like it looks like when you're walking with your two swords out it's, it's just like hitting all the right notes for me like I just I really really love the atmosphere of Prince of Persia games and this totally translates into I mean I know Prince of Persia, Persia started as 2D but uh, it just it, it has all that you would want out of that like like setting uh, in this cool like you know, Metroid game, but like, man, some of these platforming challenges, I think, are a bit much. There, there's some puzzles <laughs> that you might not like later that like had me scratching my head. It's like, how the fuck am I supposed to do this? Because you have to use like, you have to use powers and then like quickly do one thing and switch it to another to to throw something somewhere. They're really yeah. neat. But uh, it could be it could be a struggle. It's really uh, kind of daunting how like usually like in these types of games you'll get like a new ability and you're like oh fuck yeah now I can get through these certain doors and like it'll help you get over like oh yeah there was a pit that I couldn't you know what I mean like I couldn't get over that before but now I can fly across it whatever. But this game like. It's always stacking the deck, like where it's like where it's like uh, now you have this ability. We're gonna use it. like we're always using all of them at once. Yes, there there there's much. some mazes like, where you have to like use the dash and the double jump and and the the shadow. Um, and I'm just I'm waiting for cause there's a there's a power you get where you can flip uh, into a shadow realm, and it changes. Like there's these purple and blue blocks, and you can, yeah, you can alternate that. them. Yeah. Um, and I'm you waiting don't have for. That? No, I have that one. That, oh. Like I, I now have like I have a double jump. You're I gonna have, have to a, do that. Have a, you have a shadow, have a, fucking yes. triple jump. Like it's, yeah, it's so weird because like I love the aesthetic of this game so much, and I love the controls a lot too. But like. I feel like the game is pushing the envelope a little too much with the difficulty, like, always. Like, not always. I thought, for me, the first five hours, I'm cruising along on easy mode. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's, just, it's just some of the platforming in this. And they do... It's weird. They have um, a difficulty setting that, like, lets you skip uh, tough platforming challenges. Oh, it's not really? you skip the, the, Yes. But it does not let you skip, because I tried... With those four ones that I fucking hated, with with like <laughs> the time ones, it doesn't let you do that for them. So like it it picks and chooses where you can like skip uh, like a platforming path. Like there'll be like a little glowy thing at the beginning of the path, and you could you could like click enter, and you go through it to the end of the path. But for none none of those like the hardest thing that I ran into the game, they didn't let you do it. So it's like if you're a player that's using this as a crutch, like it's like you're gonna reach a wall. Regardless. You're reached, in the in the hardest part that I've done so far. It said no, you gotta do this. Like, um, yeah, as you said, I think the the game looks great. The animation's awesome. There's these cool like special moves you can do that like give like a neat animation to them. And some of the bosses also have animations like that. Um, that. If, I- I will say, and maybe it's just a demo. My my one qualm, my one qualm with that is I ended up always accidentally triggering them. So I think it's like the parry. It's like it's like the show divide in, in the attack button, right, to activate them. 
And I would sometimes parry and then go to attack in a game thinking I'm pressing the same buttons at the same time. Yeah, so it's it, it's a left trigger and then then either X or Y, I think. Yes. And but that's also like that's the parry, and then you can follow up and it's like, oh no, you did it too fast. I'm like, I've dropped, I attacked. I'm not trying to do a special move to an <laughs> enemy that's A's. So Um But yeah, so so then it, again, I've not played the full game. I played yeah. the demo, which gives you a slice of the game, um, and it gives you a bit more abilities than you would, I assume, have in the uh, when you start the game. Is I did, I did find it enjoyable. Uh, one of the things you brought up that I, like I said, with the uh, the special move, is I do feel like there's a lot of stuff going on with a lot of different buttons because like you can oh. parry, you can dodge, you can side, you can jump, you have your arrow, you have your attack. And you're saying there's more stuff to unlock, and I'm like, there's <laughs> yep. so many buttons on this controller. <laughs> I feel like the, I think the controls are like super tight, and they feel super clean to me. But it's the, it's the asking me to use all of them at all times that some of the stuff does that is difficult. When you you'll forget to use stuff too, like yeah, the the, the like, go ahead. The, the shadow thing is that you're talking about like the little ghost you could leave. Uh, yeah, so that's like you have to hold yeah. in the left button, and then you can like warp back to that point. Yeah, but you can also... there's been puzzles I haven't been able to solve on my own because I totally forgot I could do that. I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah, or like the one that you were talking about with the gate in the fucking forum. Oh god, dude. Because <laughs> I'm like, the, the, it's asking so much of me that I never thought they would ask me to do that on top of it. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, oh, you have to have the gate go up, you're in midair, you have to dash midair, and then leave a ghost for yourself, and then on the next run, you're going to fucking warp to that ghost, I'm like, dude, you are asking a real lot of, of like, you know. Jeff's, Jeff's been drinking, he can't handle this much in his brain. No, dude. It, I'm telling it is you, a lot. It, 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 it's, again, I'm like, pretty seasoned on this type of game, and I'm like, oh man, this is like, really pushing the envelope a little bit like and and like that those are specific ones where it's like you you have like three things going on at once and it's like uh, your your brain's fried from trying it like 17 times in a row but jeff there's like parts there's like there's a like spike traps and there's whole like gauntlets that like you have to remember all right i need to i need to go over here because like there's these these spikes moving left to right so i need to jump out leave a ghost, jump back to the wall, and then when the spikes come back past where my yes. ghost is, like warp to my ghost. Yeah, yeah, like it's neat, but it's like like sometimes I'm just like, what the fuck? I, what am I supposed to do? Because they have so many different things that you need to yeah, bundle it's hard together. To, again, it's like, the best way I could describe it, it's like, it's hard to wrap your mind around and then keep it all in your mind as you're like, trying to do this. But like, I'd say a good, I don't know, 90% of the rest of the game is, like, super fluid and awesome and fun. Oh, yeah. Like, so it's, like, it's weird. It's, like, they really, like, we're, like, we're going to make a very challenging one of these, but, like, it's so great that, like, you kind of want to push through it, but, like, man, some of it is just brutal. It really is. Like, if you're not, like, good at this type of shit, you're fucked. In my opinion, even and again, even when like you could turn on, let me skip this shit, and it's still 
fucks you over in the most crucial moments. <laughs> um, I think I'm nearing the end. Uh, so, how many hours? I am like twelve and a half. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think there's probably about three or four hours left, but I just hit a point where it's like you've you've beaten you've beaten all the you know the main story pieces, and now you're ever like the the big reveal has happened, and you're trying to tie it all up. But of course, you have to like go find two or three more things. Yeah, before and you I can think get there. Clearly, despite all our like nuanced nitpicking. Like obviously you like this game because you're like burning through it. Oh yeah, like I'm just like I sat down and it was like I played it for four hours on like Monday night. I was like, shit, like and it just burned through. And it's like, oh, maybe I can get to this next piece. Maybe I can get to this next part. And like each time you get a new power, it's like, oh yeah, now I want to go see what I can do with this. Like I just got a. I mean, I guess you'd call it like a whip, but you use it like a grapple hook type thing to pull things and to swing and to to jump to higher levels. You've probably seen these like weird little purple triangle things that glow um, in the background occasionally, and like that's yeah, they're they're like a grapple point, so like you can use them to shoot yourself up. You can use that you can use that whip to kind of like grab onto enemies and pull yourself towards them in the air and attack them. That's, that's um, like a, another thing I love about these types of games is like as it goes on, it keeps feeling cooler and cooler. You know what I mean? Like like you said, like very late in the game they give you a double jump. I still haven't gotten it. Uh it's like Yeah, you I, get I the would double jump. jump. I would get a bunch of dash. Now you know like so and cool. it just starts to feel better and better, like and like you could run over areas that were like very difficult before because you just got all these moves now. Look, it is a solid. Like honestly, this is a game I could see being on my top ten. I know we're like, we're yeah, we're, we're in January. <laughs> I can see this being on my top ten. It, Damn it's it, Jeff, really great. Just like game of the year in January. No, we're all set. It's like I mean, Earl. I was this, say, exactly I like Earl. I can't say anything. My game of the year was in January, but. I mean, yeah. We we just did game of the year, but like if this game had come out last year, I think it would have made my top ten. Um, it's yeah, really, really it, it, would have, it probably would have been another ten, but yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Well, we will uh, we will revisit Prince of Persia in the coming weeks. I'm sure. Um, it, it's nice that that franchise is back. It seems like they have found a a winning formula for it. Um, so that's that's yeah. nice. That's something I want to say is like I miss Prince of Persia, and like again, I, I my biggest thing here is just like being in that like atmosphere, like it's so awesome. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I bought a uh, NFL Blitz cabinet. Yeah. Um, it was one of the arcade one up ones, four player. Uh, has NFL Blitz, NFL Blitz '99, and NFL Blitz 2000 on it. Uh, those games are still a ton of fun to play. They've modified them a little bit in the original games. You could do like a late hit, <laughs> like you would be able to continue to hit the person that had the ball, and 
suplex. They modify that? Yeah, all the late hits are out of it. Like, you'll still do ridiculous stuff. Like, you'll do, like, a fucking uh, clothesline or uh, it looks like a, almost like an RKO that the, the one guy does or a bulldog and uh, suplexes. Like, you'll do all these, like, weird wrestling moves to tackle people that are brutal. The helmets will fly off. But once the play's over, you can't continue to to brutalize the the ball carrier anymore. They they that's like the one concession I guess they had to make with the uh, the NFL. Um, they have the rosters from those original games. It's weird that they didn't like create like a a updatable version that they could do though with new rosters because you're you're playing with people from like nineteen ninety nine two thousand. So like it's a you know Dan Marino on the Dolphins. I think Drew Bledsoe's the quarterback on the Patriots. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> uh like I think it's like Trey Aikman and Emmett Smith on the uh, Cowboys, like like that type of uh So you can actually win a playoff game with the Cowboys. You could, yeah. Yeah. Um and it's it's fun. Those games are fun to play, so uh it's not as I don't. I think for playing four players on one of those arcade one-up cabinets might be a little tough, though. Like, might be a little bit squeeze. A little tight because they're not full-size cabinets. Yeah. Even two, like playing two-player on NBA Jam, I'm like, this feels a little tight. I feel like I'm ready to kiss my buddy. Um, does that have four controllers on, or is it just? Yeah, that's four. Yeah. It's like I could see, if, like you know, if you spread, you know. One person all the way on the left and one person all the way on the right. I think that would maybe be okay for sure. NFL Blitz, but if you're playing four players, it has four players. Yeah, it has four players. Yeah, it's too tight, man. Like, yeah, and I don't get why they do the scaled cabinets. Like, just do it to full size. I don't, I don't understand why, but I guess money. But yeah, probably it's a little bit cheaper to get a you know 17 inch screen instead of a. You know, twenty three inch screen or whatever you need. I'll pay extra hundred bucks. Let's do this. Um, yeah, it's neat. It's uh, it also it does have online. It's like really oh, weird. Yes, yeah, NBA, NBA Gem does as well. Yeah, you can just. Will you, you can, find anybody? Probably no. I don't know. I haven't tried. Yeah, I, think um, I tried and I did not. You like hit the live button and it'll just match you with somebody else trying to play Earl. Uh. So basically, this creates like a lobby, and uh, ha- has you search for for other games. It's an awesome thing, but it's like, yeah, I, I think when I tried it on NBA Jam, it didn't work, and I have to imagine because a lot of people like you're just playing with your buddy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, someone came over and you turned the thing on, and so let's let's play this. You know, well, I accidentally like said it like I was. I just wanted to like play a game in it and I accidentally hit the wrong button and it started matchmaking. I was like, no, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like I don't want to play against somebody who's just gonna destroy me because that's all they do is play, play their, yeah. their NFL blitz if you cabinet. Find an online player on that, they're gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> they're, they're gonna destroy you. Yeah. I just want to play like want to play my son's you know friends when they come over or uh um you know my my nephews when when they come over I want to play them like 
then be like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to run Dan Marino down the field. This is ridiculous. He couldn't run at all, but I'm going to run in for touchdowns because you don't know how to play. I don't want to play against people that know how to play. <laughs> um, it's neat though. It's, it was easy to put together. Um, it, it looks like you would expect that, that cabinet to look. So it's fun. Um, you guys play anything else this week? Um, just, I mean, this is more, I guess, for Jeffrey. I started Diablo 4, uh, last night. I am a druid, so I can be my way of beer self. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, it's Diablo. Um, I mean, I think I'm early game. It does seem like they simplify some of the weapons so far, or your gear. But I'm, I'm enjoying it. We, I think we went through, like, the first dungeon area with you. Um, this uh, will also give me an opportunity to rant about something that is a minor pet peeve, but it is a pet peeve, and we've encountered this before as well. I don't get the, I don't understand why so many online multiplayer games are like, here's like an hour long mission you have to do before you can play with your friends. Um, yeah. Destiny does it as well, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think once you once you fade enough Diablo, you can just kind of. My friends. I completely run, forgot about it, so yeah. Yeah, my friends just run through it now, but apparently you have to do it with every new character. I thought it would be like your first character, then you can skip it. Yeah, that's lame. But I, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I, I, I understand that you're, you're giving a tutorial and stuff like that, but you should have an option like, can I come back to this later? <laughs> I just want to stay with my friends, and we only have like two hours. Um. But I, you know, I was well enough that my friend gave me the heads up, so I paid it, and I paid most of it before we started. But still, it's just like I really hate that trend where it's like, oh, we're gonna play a game together, just as soon as you get through all of this talking stuff by yourself, and then, and then they can join you. Also, another minor pet peeve, with this in this game in particular, because uh, I'm playing on Xbox more, and my other friends playing on Xbox. Another friend and his wife were playing on PC. It had cross. We were able to make. We were able to get that working, no problem. But we couldn't use the Xbox Party Chat, so we were going to use the in-game chat. Mm-hmm. And for some odd reason, I don't know if it was just because we used the Xbox Game Party Chat first. By default, voice chat is turned off in the game, and you have to go not to settings or options. But to your social tab to turn it on, <laughs> which is not where I would think I'd find I, that option. <laughs> it was hard to find that social tab for me in general. <laughs> Just I was like, "Oh, this is how you play with friends." Oh, okay. Yes, they're it trying to keep you away from other people. There, Jeffrey. yeah, too many tabs, too many tabs. Because it, it's, yeah, it's like it's like I mean, on Xbox, it's like on the sex button, as you would call it, and it's like in the middle of that. But I'm like, this is not where I would go to look for like party for part like for settings. Options. Yeah, yeah, settings should be in settings. I don't know. Yeah, because we spent like way too long being like, oh, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Like, you know, we have a, and it's like, oh no, it's like hidden in social. It's like this is a weird place to bury that option. Um, hopefully, it stays that way when we play again. But again, it's just really weird. I mean, I guess people play with randos. But it's still weird. You would think you'd have voice chat on by default and give you the option to opt out, which is, I think, what it usually does, or to mute people or something like that. Not like, 
oh, it's quiet, and then you have to go and find the option and turn it on. Well, enjoy Diablo 4. Um, I'll be interested to hear what you think once you get through the first act. Will do. I'll be back next week, hopefully, uh, with more impressions on that. Um, I, I mean, we already talked about one that was at best. Did. Um, I'm not, I actually did not get to pay a ton Fortnite. Um, if any of you folks are out there paying Fortnite, uh, Mr. Solid Snake joined the, uh, the game this week and he has a set of special quests. So that does also remind me of a piece of news. Um, because of the ruling in the UK, but not in America, I think Apple now has to allow third party stores on their devices. So <laughs> Fortnite is coming back to iOS in the UK, but not in America because America decided not to enforce that. It's very weird and convoluted, but yes, I guess you can side load, but I guess you can now, you can, they, they took it off because Apple was taking a cut and they didn't want to deal with that. But now that they can do their own store in the UK, they're bringing it back. I don't know how you might, I mean, I guess you lock it, but it's like very weird to say, like, yes, this is available, just not for you. Yeah. That's... So so basically, you're moving to the UK so you can play this properly. Oh no! Is, I, that, what, is I, that what's happening? I pay for I pay Fortnite one way and one way only. That is my lunch break at work. And I'm working from home <laughs> uh, because it's very easy to kind of get in like two or three games, and I play it with a friend. Uh, other than that, I tend to stick to other games. I don't need to like it's like I have it on my Switch. I never pay it on my Switch. Um, I don't have it on my phone. I don't have it on my computer. It's only on my Xbox. It's only on breaks and then the weekends when I wake up. Uh, the same time, but yeah. All right. Well, I guess if you live in the UK, welcome back, Fortnite. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Are we going for the same thing? <laughs> um, you play anything else, Earl? Uh, I think that was it. Jeff? Uh, I've played a lot of Divinity 2 on Switch. Yeah. We've already touched on this. Uh, I am, like, at the end of that game, like, very close to the end of that game. I'm in the final act. I'm on Arx. This is island I'm on. And uh, it's Baldur's Gate 3, but, oh, no, what's going on here? Uh, I don't know. I heard a ding. But everything looks good. Okay. Uh, it's not as good as Baldur's Gate 3, but like, if you are a fan of Baldur's Gate 3, I, I would highly recommend it and, and stick it with it until you get used to the different nuances in it. Like, it is very much like. It was like getting another Baldur's Gate 3 for me. It's very good. Um, okay. Uh, I did play it very differently than Baldur's Gate 3, though. Like, uh, I just played it where I would just, like, wander around and explore and find things and talk to people and do things. Whereas in Baldur's Gate 3, I was, like, very into the story. I'm not paying the story, like, paying attention to the story at all here. Um, 
you know, Baldur's Gate 3, I was very focused, like, on the story, what, what I have to do next, and here's just, like, I'm just fucking around, killing everything, uh, and, uh, having a great time with it, it is always hard, you always feel like for where you should be, I think I am underleveled for where I should be, but I will power through very close, very close to the end of this game, and I've put about... 70 hours into it. Nice. It's huge. It, it is way harder than Baldur's Gate 3. It is very hard. Like, some of the fights, like, again, if you go into a fight where you're, like, so right now I'm level 17, and a lot of fights I'm running into are level 18, and it's very difficult. But then there's fights that I run into that are level 20, and it, I, I just look at the numbers and go, uh, nope, not happening, I'm fucked. Not ha- it's like impossible. But regardless of all of, you know, those things, like I think, you know, yeah, if you had a good time with Baldur's Gate 3, you're going to love Divinity if you give it a chance. Good. Glad you are enjoying that one. Very much. Uh, Tony, you play anything else? Uh, I started a new campaign in Total War Warhammer 3. So no. Moving I'm on. Pla- <laughs> I'm, I'm playing as corn. You're playing as what? As corn. Which food? is hilarious to me. <laughs> it's corn with a K. So uh, the, the band? band? <laughs> <laughs> it's like K-H-O-R-N-E. Ah. Okay. <laughs> but I love that they're corn. It's a uh, but they're about like killing people and like building thrones made of skulls of their enemies, like burning things to the ground, and then making tributes to their god from the dead people. So Everyone that's basically that's basically what I've been doing. Okay. Yeah. Fun. Just building my throne of skulls. Anybody As... want to be on my throne of skulls? <laughs> that sounds very threatening. <laughs> Um. All right. Well, that's uh, that's everything we've been playing. Uh, I don't know. Is there any any games coming out next week? Yeah. Okay. So I was thinking this up while we were. I did not realize just uh, Suicide Squad's Coast of Justice is out next week. Oh, it's it's next week. It's it's out on well, it's Friday, but I guess some people start playing on like Tuesday or whatever that thing is. They have like an early access type. No idea, <laughs> but yeah, it's out next week. It's the Wait, I better start preparing my jokes now. God, huh? I don't think you have to prepare your jokes. The game exists. Um, that's all the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, I am. I am debating because I mean, I'm gonna get this game eventually. But it also feels like a game that I could see being like thirty bucks and like by April. Just yeah, yeah. But uh, I also uh, tell myself that I want to play more games this year, and if I always wait for the sale, I'm never gonna play anything. Also true. Just buy everything at launch. Problem solved. I'm not gonna buy everything at launch. I everything. Will, I will sit down and like make a list of like games that I like, must buy at launch, and then games that I. Like, but I think I would just pick up Suicide Squad. I gotta see how much money I have on my Xbox. Um. All right. Well, that won't. We won't 
we won't hear your impressions of that yeah, next week. That's, the week that's Friday. Um, anybody getting a like a Dragon Infinite Wealth or Tekken Eight? Didn't think so. No, no. Oh. Uh, yeah, I will just say this much as well because it's been a week and I've not been paying attention because everybody was on my. T- uh, there's a few people on my timeline talking about like, Infinite Wealth. I'm like, oh, this must be a new game, <laughs> and it. Oh, you dawned on me two hours ago. Like, that was the subtitle for the new Yakuza game. Yes. Yeah, it's a uh, Yakuza eight, something like that. Because I follow somebody from Sega, and I'm like, so excited that it's like number five on Steam. I'm like, why do you care? I'm like, oh wait, it's a it's a Yakuza game. Never mind. It's or not like, a strategy game. No. It is. No. It is not a strategy game. It's a. But these are turn-based RPGs, right? Uh, the last, this one and the and seven were before yeah. that they were no, beat 'em ups. They were beat 'em ups, yeah. So this is not, the, I mean, technically not. It's like a like a dragon, right? It's yeah, they they re, they rechanged the name uh, with with the last one. Well, I think the last one was what Yakuza Seven, like a dragon. Um, and yeah, they've they've rebranded Yakuza to like a dragon now, so. And Infinite Wealth is the eighth one of those. So. Um, yeah, those are the two big games. I guess neither of us are playing that in Tekken. So, oh, yeah, uh, Tekken's a, Is it eight? Tekken eight, yeah. I've, again, one of those games where I feel like I should... Because I, I mean, I enjoy the movie, but I'm a sucker for pain. Um, I feel like... Oh, man. I wish fighting games were not expensive. I mean, the same price as normal games. Because I'm terrible at them, but I do want to try more. And Tekken, Tekken's always felt like one that's more accessible than like a Street Fighter, but not as spammy as like a Mortal Kombat. Not that that's fair. Yeah. Not yeah. that there isn't skill involved in Mortal Kombat. One of Mortal Kombat's selling points, though, is that like almost all the characters have very similar move key combinations. <laughs> So you can kind of just figure it out by doing like, you know, you have to ride and kick with somebody or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, yep, that, that game is is out. Uh, supposedly very good. The reviews very strong for, for it and for Infinite Wealth. So, But not for us. We're not playing them. Uh, so maybe, maybe no new games uh, next week, but we will have more Prince of Persia or I'll have more Diablo. Um, maybe Tony will actually get into Pal World. Yes. And play it, so. Alright, check out some old games, we'll see. Yeah, I'm sure that we will play some other stuff as well. Alright, well, we'll be back next week. Jeff, say goodnight. Good night.